Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, Comic Book Nation, and welcome to a bonus spoiler cast episode for Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I am Logan Moore, and I am joined in the studio by Chris Killian and at home by our Marvel Spider-Man 2 reviewer, Cade Onder. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the general story overview of Spider-Man 2 today, along with all of the spoilers for the game. So if you have not played the game and you don't want to know what happens... Maybe come back after you have played the game or just spoil yourself here and join us for this discussion. Uh, Kate, I want to start with you and just, this game has a lot of great moments throughout it. There are a lot of big surprises. Insomniac was very secretive about this game leading up to its release. What were some of the biggest things that stood out to you about the game um, after having played through all of it? Uh, story beats, uh, seeing Miles and Peter fight each other is pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us expected that going in at some point. Uh, but it wasn't necessarily a foregone conclusion since historically Peter sheds the suit by himself usually. Um, seeing, getting to play as Venom, I think if you want to combine story and gameplay, that's a pretty big moment. Everyone hoped to see that, but God of War Ragnarok cheaped out on us last year, not letting us use Thor's <laughs> hammer. And so it's something to say, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna blue ball you. We're gonna give you what you want. And um, I, I thought, that was everything I wanted it to be. I only wish there was more of it, but uh, getting a small taste of that, getting to see the power and capabilities of Venom firsthand and then realizing I'm going to have to fight this was pretty pretty good way of setting the stage. Cade, you and I talked a lot. Uh, we're both on our gaming team. You and I talked a lot of, over the past couple months about everything we would like to see in this game, and I think pretty much everything that we wanted to see came to pass eventually. Chris, for yourself, was there anything that happened in the game that you weren't expecting oh, or anything? so much, man. There was so much stuff in this game. This game is chock full of surprises to the fact that when I've been talking about this game, I've been telling like everybody, like, please avoid spoilers because there's so many surprises in that. I mean, from, you know, Harry showing up for the first time as Agent Venom. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, you know, Cade mentioned, getting to play Venom himself, uh, seeing the Peter Miles fight, uh, anti-Venom and how that ties into, like, Mr. Negative's powers and, and MJ, you know, being turned into Scream. I mean, there's so many good just excellent uh, uh, things that happen in this surprise wise and I think that like like the story beats I mean the, the game feels I mean even though it's like 20 plus hours or whatever yeah. it's just so seamless it just leads into the next part like no problem I there's so much stuff I love about this game I think everything that happened from Venom getting introduced onward is just them putting the full pedal to the metal basically you mentioned mm -hmm. Scream which I think is probably the biggest surprise of the game to mm -hmm. me. Oh, yeah. I was not expecting Scream to be in this whatsoever. Like if another symbiote was going to show up, I assumed it would be Carnage, who kind of also shows up. And we'll talk about that here uh, in another video or in, a, in another part of this conversation. Um, the Scream moment, though, really stood out to me quite a bit. And also the anti-Venom stuff, because I think my biggest question coming into the game was just how they were going to keep Peter's symbiote powers and let 
players continue to use those powers because it was so clear that they weren't going to introduce all these mechanics and then tear them away from the player in the final hours of the game because that's like the big gameplay draw of this. Um, Peter becoming anti-Venom, I think, was a big moment in this game. And I think I'm curious to see what they do with that like in the future because yep. there's obviously going to be another game. And we'll again, we'll talk more about what we want to see in a future game here in a minute. Um, but that surprised me quite a bit. I, I want to talk specifically, though, about what you guys thought of Harry being Venom because this is a big change and this is something they set up in the previous game, obviously. Um, but Eddie Brock not being Venom was kind of the big... You, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and, and the way I would say that I feel about this is that, you know, when it was first teased that Harry might possibly be Venom, it the inner nerd in me, it really pissed me off. Like, I really hate that. But I will say that, like, Spider-Verse 2 sort of changed my outlook on these situations and that these there are, like, canon events that happen, you know, along Spider-Man. And, and we've seen the Eddie Brock story, you know, told several times. I mean, it's in Spider-Man 3, you know. You know, it's been, it's been in so, we've seen it in so many yeah. different mediums that I appreciate that Insomniac was trying to tell a different story in the same way that I appreciate that like you know what Rocksteady was doing with Red Hood and Arkham Knight and things yeah. like that I mean it's 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 not the story that I'm used to but I'm but it was a great story and they told it really well so I was I was happy with it did you have any strong feelings one way or another on that kid I was always for the idea of Harry as Venom. Um, I wanted it to be Peter as Venom because I thought that'd be even crazier. And I was just <laughs> like, you know what? I'm up for something brand new. Let's try it. But and I really thought they were going to do it because as the game progresses, he gets like his symbiote. He left two symbiote suits like from the the normal symbiote that you get in the yeah. game. One's like a lot more monstery and he has that like sleepwalking sequence where he's just messing people up. I was like, Oh my god they're actually gonna do it they don't but um i really uh like the idea of having someone we've already established in the previous game as someone very important to peter um coming back into his life and then having to try and not kill him right it's not that he wants to kill him he's trying not to kill him but knowing that you know there's a one percent chance that it does happen um so i really like the idea of it and i, I like how they executed it and uh, I think Harry is a strong character, and it seems like he'll probably be back at some point. Oh, he's definitely coming back. But how yeah. will he be back? Is he going to be that G serum? Gobby Jr.? Yeah. Or is he going <laughs> to be... Goblin? Yeah, I don't know. They might go... We're going to talk about Spider-Man 3 here in a second, because there's clearly... <laughs> that's going to be the Goblin game. Um, Cade, one thing you mentioned before that I wanted to talk about uh, was the Peter and Miles boss fight, because that was that's mm -hmm. such a pivotal moment of this game. Um and I, 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 that was something I really wanted. And honestly, m m what I wanted to see from that was for Peter to really mess up Miles and then to see his sure. own mistakes and like kind of try to tear himself away from the suit on its own. But I also think it's really interesting that they kind of, he was so overtaken by the suit that he really couldn't pull himself away from it unless Miles kind of intervened, which I think is an interesting kind of wrinkle on the symbiote storyline because a lot of times Peter kind of has to do it, it all it himself. It takes away a little bit of Peter's own heroicism, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. I I would say... Did I say heroicism? Heroism? It, it <laughs> okay, works. I corrected Words. myself. It's fine. <laughs> as soon as I was like, wait audio. a second, that's not a word. <laughs> um, no, I. the one thing I, I kind of also like don't love about this game, I think the boss fights are a little clunky in this game and they go on for a really long time. Like, 
just before you fight Peter as Miles, you fight Craven for like 40 minutes. It's like a really long time. Uh, and so I, I don't, I think sometimes boss fights can take away from the emotional like levels that a boss fight can have. You know, like you have these two characters battling good and evil and there's something about I'm getting caught on a tree and something weird's happening and my punches aren't landed. I'm like, all right, this, and the music's great, but the, the <laughs> gameplay isn't lining up. But um, I think they still get the point across in a way that is still satisfying and um, more or less calls back to Peter Parker battling Doc Ock at the end of the first game of, uh, you know, defeating mm-hmm. your mentor. And this time, at least, Peter Parker is able to be redeemed. Now, I thought, too, that, like, the boss fights were... I thought they were truly epic in this game. I thought they were so much better than the first game. Um, but I, I didn't start feeling how long they were until the final fight with Venom. Like, on the... When when you're going back and forth between, like, the football field and the, the basketball court, that whole section, that's when I started being like, okay, I got it. It felt so much more fresh to me when it was going from Peter to Miles fighting Venom, then to Peter fighting Venom again. I liked those sequences, but some of the some of the sequences in between that were just taking so long to get there. It was it was a little bit of a drag. That would have been my one criticism of of some of the gameplay itself. That's what yeah, I, I'm with you. I, we the talked. Last to, thing I'll, go ahead. Sorry. No. The go last ahead. thing I'll say about that is was. Uh, I, I think they would have done a better job had they sprinkled boss fights throughout the game with each character. Like, you fight Kraven once, I guess twice, technically, with Venom. But um, instead of, we're going to have multiple stage boss fights back to back to back to back, I think that was probably not the best way of going about it. I, I imagine that's like, we don't want to overdo it in terms of the pacing we want to make sure you're not like getting in there and then oh he gets away like that's probably unsatisfying but at the same time it's like i think you could have uh built a stronger hero to villain relationship there by having more engagement with them and i don't necessarily know they got that across completely Kate, I know you and I talked about this a couple days ago, but I think the strongest boss fight in the game is the initial Sandman fight. Like they go, they really go over the top right away with that Sandman fight, in my opinion. Like the scale of that fight is so blown up and is so just crazy. It's what you would expect from a large scale Sandman fight in the game. And I think the way Insomniac capitalized on that was, was fantastic. And it really gets its hooks into you quickly, but... I don't feel like they ever reach the same height there that they do. See, I I game. disagree with you there, and we talked about that. Like, I felt that way about the first game. I felt like the Kingpin sequence in, in the first game was like the peak of mm-hmm. the game, and I don't feel like they ever got back to there. For me, for this game, there were so many boss fights that I loved. I, I did love the lizard fight and all the sequences that, you know, going through that. Chasing I him through the streets and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, great. I yeah. I thought that was fantastic, and the way they don't really show him for some, you know, like the first half of that, yeah. um, I, I loved that. I, and and I loved um, I loved the Peter Miles fight. You know, fighting Craven with Venom was so cool. Like there were definitely some really cool sequences that I don't think the Sandman fight completely overshadowed. Yeah, I think the Sandman fight was still the best. I do agree, though. No, I mean, I, I think, I think you I'm, can have your favorite. <laughs> I, That's I, fine. I, I am more, I am more on your side though than I think Cade's. I think the boss fights in this game are a huge step up compared to the previous Spider-Man game in particular. I think the Doc Ock fight was 
particularly good in the last game and then a lot of the other ones I really don't remember all I found I just remember my initial feeling it's been a while since I played the game but my feeling about that game in general was that it was sort of anticlimactic like I felt like you know the game felt really long and then it rushed into the Sinister Six sequence it does rush and then that. it's the Doc Ock thing and then the game's over and it just felt fast in that in a weird kind of way like you know but that's what it, that's just my initial memories uh you know i say that having not played the game in like you know three or four years all right i didn't know we were taking sides yeah i was gonna say i know you're gonna upset Cade with that one because i know Cade thinks the <laughs> the other game is definitely better let's talk about the ending let's talk about what they're doing here to kind of lay the roots for the next spider-man game uh the first thing i want to talk to you guys about is just obviously green goblin um green goblin does not show up in this game but Norman calls out the G serum is what it's called. They're calling it in this world. Yeah, sure. That's, that's also the same thing that I call my pre-workout. That's what I take. <laughs> the G serum. Yeah. Before hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so the G serum. Who's taking this? Norman? Harry? I'm I'm feeling like I mean it's it's definitely implied that it's going to be given to Harry. But because we're all waiting for Norman, I think that what you're going to likely see is is him be some precursor to the goblin and Norman eventually taking it to become the goblin or you're going to see him be a different character altogether whether that's Hobgoblin or any other any other established character we can turn Harry into, you know, whatever. Just bring but, Venom back yeah. somehow. Cade, what do you think they're going to, I mean, what do you think about the general Green Goblin tease? I, again, you and I talked about this beforehand. We knew, like, if they were going to use Venom in this game, then that means they're not going to use Green Goblin. Green Goblin's obviously going to be the main Venom of the, the main villain of the third game. Uh, how do you feel about kind of how they're setting this up, generally speaking? Well, I think Norman Osborn in the first game was very, like, a cartoony, schlubby, like, just corporate asshole. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here, but I did. Uh, (laughs) And he uh, uh, wasn't really, like, I'm like, I don't see this guy as the Green Goblin at all. And then in the second game, like, they slim him down a bit. Not that you can't be fat in the Green Goblin, I suppose, but, like, he's a lot more, like, leaner. He looks a little bit muscular. And... Uh, he's very disheveled, and you can see this kind of rage boiling inside of him. There's a lot more depth given to him, I think. And I'm like, this guy is definitely on track to be the goblin. Though and- we we did talk about that sequence of his rage being a little like there's a disconnect. This is what end. I was gonna bring up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of a disconnect in the sense of like. You know, if you if you play the game, you know that Kirk Connors is like you got you got to kill Venom. Like there's no saving Harry, and then and then you know obviously uh, Norman is like, well, no, save my son, and so Peter saves him, and then Miles literally brings him back to life, and then Norman's <laughs> pissed off about it. He's like, you saved my son. How dare you? It's weird. Yeah. There's a weird rage that that kind of clicks over there. I feel like it would have just been better if they had just honestly just killed off Harry. Maybe mm-hmm. that's like a little bit of rehashing what happened at the end of the previous game where Peter lost Aunt May and then at the end of this game you're having him now lose his best friend. Maybe they didn't want to you know, recycle that, but if they would have killed off Harry, I think it would have made for a much stronger motivation of 
Norman to yeah. want revenge on the Spider-Man in the mm-hmm. next game, and then it wouldn't have these lingering questions of like, who's gonna be Green Goblin? Even when Norman meets up with Doc Ock at the end, and his his phrasing of it is like, they ruined my son. Like that's the, like their fault. He already like, had this they, like terminal disease. That, yeah, <laughs> right. This is like so. It just that felt a little forced to me, and yeah. I agree with you. I think that if they had actually like like gone through and just killed Harry off, I think the motivation would have been a lot clearer. You mentioned Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock's clearly coming back. That's kind of, honestly, the first post-credit scene kind of sucks mm-hmm. because he just walks in. He's like, what you doing? He's like, I'm writing a book. You I'm can't done see with- it. Yeah, like it's it's a very <laughs> odd scene, to be honest. Kate, I, you compared it when we were talking previously about like kind of like Sony's old like post-credit scenes with like some of the old amazing Spider-Man movies. Yep. Like it's just kind of awkward. I think um, it's funny that he he's like, what are you writing? He's like the final oh. chapter. And I think it would have been funny if he actually just dabbles in like mystery writing now or something <laughs> or his fan fiction. He picked up a hobby <laughs> while he was Spider-Man in pr- prison. <laughs> I, I feel like the final chapter, the, the final chapter was like alluding to the fact that the third Spider-Man game is going to be like it's gonna be their the last fi- one. It's gonna yeah. be their last one. Like yeah. that's how I took it as like a meta commentary. At the same time, though, Doc Ock's clearly gonna come back. Cade, how do you think he's gonna be involved? Um, and do you think he'll be making an uneasy alliance with Norman? It's so weird. And like, like I, I have said, I have compared this to the uh, the old post credit scenes of some of the Sony Spider-Man movies, where they clearly did not know where they were taking it, and then never resolved it. Um, even thinking of like Homecoming when Vulture is in prison and they're like, oh, who's Spider-Man? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. And then this game, <laughs> he's like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't seem to resent Peter. I don't, I never really totally understood. Like, does he hate Peter or like what? Because it, it's like, he knows that he did something bad and he was corrupted by these tentacles and he's now not. I don't, I don't totally understand his character at this place in time anymore. So that's a little just confusing, I guess. And I don't totally know how they're going to take that in the future. But, I mean, I don't really care to see them reuse villains like that. I feel like we've... Well, we've already killed off three or four of the others. And then Mysterio's rehabilitated. So they're kind of like... So is Tombstone, right? (laughs) Yes. Sidebar, I need to know this about you guys and, and playing. You know, the big suit reveal at the end of the first game was the Doc Ock suit that he uses. Did either of you use that suit at any point during this game? Hell no, me Absolutely either. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. There's 65 suits, I can't use them all. Then it's I one of the worst ones, the so, nah. Yeah. The, the best suits, for the record, the no, way, the no Way Home suit. It's awesome. The No Way Home suit's great. It's beautiful. And then I will forever be an adorer of the Scarlet Spider suit. I just, my, I, I, I honestly, like, I love the classic suit, and and with, but with the black instead of the blue. I think that's such a that cool suit. Too. I yeah. saw you use that in your footage. And, yeah, yeah that, really that's such a fun that. game. Oh, we got to talk about the Miles ending suit. Is that how it's do you horrible. guys feel about that? That thing is absolute dog crap. I hate that suit, and it's so not necessary. It was almost like it was a bet between them to be like, how can we take Miles' really cool suit and make it infinitely worse? The fact that he like cut out the top of it to show his hair that he I has is real bad. really bad. I immediately really changed bad. it back to like any other suit. I, I kept with the default suits in like the final boss fight just because I wanted to like see what it's supposed to look like so i kept the anti-venom suit equipped and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i allowed miles to keep i his. did keep the anti-venom suit because that suit's badass but that's actually an awesome that's suit. a great suit all right mm-hmm. back to other indian stuff here um there's two other big things i want to talk about um let's first talk about one more villain thing 
Carnage, they kind of set up. This is not at the ending of the game proper, but is instead in one of these side quests. Uh, a random cult leader person ends up being Cletus Cassidy, mm-hmm. who then steals the red symbiote, which is just kind of falls out of the sky and is revealed to be in this universe kind of suddenly, um, which is not shocking. I don't know. Symbiotes are always running rampant in Marvel Comics. Do you guys think they're going to do anything with this? Because this is my big question is like, Carnage is such a huge villain that like I feel like they can't introduce Carnage and not have him be like one of the main villains of the next game but also they're clearly setting up Green Goblin to be the main villain so I, I don't want the Carnage to I, just be like a side thing I either. don't know if we should save this for the Spider-Man 3 discussion or not but it, what, what I really think it's going to end up being is whether or not they are like who is the villains that they are setting up for the main story in Spider-Man through three? Who's going to be the DLC that they're you know they're going to have you know if they have some big DLC planned? I'm sure that they've already alluded yeah. to which villain that could possibly be. And so, but I agree with you that you're going to need Venom. So, so we talked about possibly like do they introduce Eddie Brock in 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 part three and he becomes Venom and then it's like good guy Venom, right? You know, it's more anti-hero. Th- it's Venom, more yeah. anti-hero Venom yeah. than it is you know Harry doing. It. I don't know. Who knows? So. Like, Carnage, like you said, is such a big villain, but, like, I'm thinking back to the first game with Wraith, who shows up in this game, is only in the side quests, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they're setting up side quest characters for future side quests, but I'm like, I don't want to see Carnage as a side quest character, but at the same time, like, they probably don't want to do Symbiote as the main story again. Like, that's, it's different, but it's, like... I can see them being like, no, we got another thing going on. I don't even know, though, with Carnage that you need to do symbiote, right? Because I think the issue, like, if you go back to Maximum Carnage, it's just this idea that he's he's a super-powered serial killer and now clearly cult leader who is just murdering people like crazy. And it doesn't have to be like a symbiote story, even though he's got a symbiote. My biggest fear is that they're going to combine... Sorry to cut you off, Kate. That they're going to combine no. Carnage and Goblin and do the Red Goblin stuff, which was introduced a couple of years ago, which is not. I don't think that's you say very that, but well they, they gave Venom wings. So no, I, I'm not saying they won't. I'm saying don't do. It. <laughs> that's that's because <laughs> I I believe they could. That's yeah. my thing. Is like I, they've borrowed a lot from modern Spider-Man comics. I've noticed in mm-hmm. these games too. So I'm hoping that there's not any huge Red Goblin fans over at Insomniac. I don't know. It would just be a very awkward final boss I because that's the only way I could see that coming together too is is like a mm-hmm. mesh of the two main antagonists of the game then births this right. ultimate final boss Cletus Cassidy getting killed off and then the symbiote going over to Gobby over to Norman. speaking of can we yeah. talk about real quick about how Craven got underutilized and we're surprised he did not make it to the ending which is I'm not surprised. You're not surprised? I always thought he was going to get killed. Okay, but no, I'm not surprised he got killed. But I am surprised. I feel like I loved Craven in this game, but I think they could have just gone a little bit further to make him a just an even yep. better villain. And 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 I'll use this example. We talked about this earlier, but for me, I didn't feel like there was enough hunting going from Craven. Now we know that he kills Scorpion. It's alluded that he kills Shocker and that he kills Vulture. And so I think that if we would have had some boss fights where there's a mixture of Peter trying to save each one of them, and then Craven comes in at the end, and it, or, you know they're best basically like battling, like Craven's trying to kill them, Peter's trying to stop it, mm-hmm. but Craven just keeps winning and he keeps killing these villains. I think that you, if you would have included some boss fights in the middle of that, it would have made Craven feel like a more formidable threat it would have kind of made him more 
as a hunter versus like just kind of like him shoveling off all this work on his many many hundreds and hundreds his, his small of hun- militia of that he hunters has. that he has that where the hell do those guys come from i don't know i get it, it's a video game but still that was going to be my thing is like the hunting is done by his minions and mm-hmm. he's just kind of the, they like dump him off into his compound and then he, he just, just delivers up in convenient times he just yeah. does the killing blow and that's kind of it and that was my biggest problem with how Craven's kind of one of my biggest problems in this game. I like him overall. He's so close. He's so close yes. to being perfect. That's what's so frustrating yeah. about it is he's right there. Everything with just Craven, I think, is great. And then it's all the like mm-hmm. going into his hunter's lodge, and there's all these. Yeah. It's like and they I, yeah. well, and like I said, they really just kind of skirted over those those villain deaths. Yeah. And I think that if they had just paid just a little bit more attention to that and given you, you know, a 20 or 30 minute sequence for each one that you're trying to save them and and you don't, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that would have just made yeah. such a bigger impact. I agree. All right. I wonder if they just didn't want to confirm that like Electro is dead, you know, like some of the, cause we see their suits and it's like, you're supposed to believe that, but they're like, have like a, an out of being like, whoa, we didn't show you the body. You know, even if it had been, yeah, but even if it had just been Scorpion, right? And it just wasn't the one yeah. cutscene because they, they basically show Craven kill him. So even if it had just been that one boss fight of like, Peter's trying to save him, Craven's trying to kill him, Craven wins, you know, I think that that would have just, given it a little bit more of an emotional oomph. Scorpion was so heavily involved in the early hours of this game that I really thought for a moment they were going to do the Matt Gargan Venom mm. stuff towards the end of the game. Mm. Uh, that was Psych. kind of... It, yeah, nope, he's just, he's just there to get <laughs> offed by Craven, and that's it. But that was in my mind for at least a good four to five hours of this game. Let's talk about Silk. It's the it's the big one. Well, I, ish. It was the last of. one. It's the last one. It's the last surprise. It the is. last end credit scene. Yeah. Old Cindy showing up. Um, yeah, it was fine. It, 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 honestly, it kind of like, I'm not the biggest Silk fan. Like she's cool. Yeah. It's whatever. It's not for me. So for me, it was just like, mm, okay, cool, I guess. But I imagine she will be a third playable character in the third game. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking, Kane? Yeah. Chris, you may be able to answer this better than I can, but weren't they making a Silk movie at some point? Like, It's I a TV show on Prime 500. Video. That's it. Did that get scrapped? Or is that no, I think coming? that's still happening. It's As far okay. as I know, it's still happening, but who knows? I mean, there's. I think there's a right. lot of things because of the strikes that are getting paused and, you know, right. what, who knows? Um, so... I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, well, Silk's about to become a mainstream character, mm-hmm. right? She's going to be headlining a, a show, so let's, you know, let's utilize that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't I don't know if you can balance three spider people unless the plan is we're going to get rid of Peter in favor of Silk. That's well, my we, we, and we I talk, don't want that. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't think anybody wants that. But I, the other thing that I'm <laughs> kind of surprised is, like, why they went with Silk over, say, like, Spider-Gwen. Um, which yeah. you said maybe it's because like she's more associated with Spider-Verse stuff, but there is a tease for Spider-Verse when you collect all the spider bugs. So I, I, I told Cade what I genuinely want in Spider-Man 3, and this might sound horrific, and I'm sorry if it does, internet. Um, I want Green Goblin to kill Mary Jane, and then I want them to introduce Gwen as the new love interest. I want them to do it kind of in reverse. Mm. I mean, if they're going to really t- throw this universe on its head, I think that would be interesting um and it would make mary jane's death kind of impactful since she's been a playable character and she kind of how this game ends with the resolution between her and peter um 
I don't think they will do that. <laughs> but I, I, I would like I, to see Gwen introduced in the next game. <laughs> I think that I could totally see them doing that. If they, but if they introduce Gwen in this game and kill Mary Jane, and then Peter sort of gets over Mary Jane fairly quickly, <laughs> I think that's that's. It would a, be a little overt. Yes. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, Peter, you dog, you scallywag, you. <laughs> That was like the whole reason they had to cut Shailene Woodley out of the Amazing Spider-Man. That's what I was going like, to say. This, yeah. is, this is inappropriate. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, you don't have to necessarily introduce Gwen in the third game. You know, at the very least, post-grad scene, just like this one where she shows up to his door or she bumps into But him if in this is the whatever. final game, there's not really a reason to do that. But also, I feel like you could in, you can sort of incorporate Gwen by way of Spider-Verse with Spider-Gwen yeah. and not it not be a love interest or you could mm-hmm. kind of do what they're doing in Spider-Verse and be sort of a love interest for Miles though I guess you can't do that either since like he's sort of got a girlfriend yeah, he's got a girlfriend I feel like I, it's not love interest for Silk who knows I was gonna say how, how old is Silk <laughs> like she looks like she's like 12 to 14 all we see is the back of her head but yeah. she looks like noticeably smaller than everybody oh, else yeah. in that image yeah. or in the final cutscene so I don't know how that's gonna work are we gonna have like a spider kid to play as as well but like it reminded me of penny from spider-verse yeah oh like, yeah the back of her head i was like oh <laughs> tiny yeah. tiny spider kid that's what i thought it was setting up first was was penny and then i was like wait who's moon i forget and then i had to do like a quick google and i was like oh it's silk da. um silk's gonna be in the next game in some capacity whether mm-hmm. it's not i feel like what they might do if nothing else is kind of what you mentioned, Cade, it's not what I want, but I feel like they're going to try to phase out Peter and have this be like a trilogy of Peter games and then continue the series with Silk and Miles. And it's uh, I, I don't really want that, but you know, yeah. these games will continue to make a bajillion dollars yeah. and everybody gonna, over it. They're going to Arkham Knight it with like all the sub spider characters. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotham Knights. Yes. Yeah. Gotham Knights. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, Cade, is there anything else, like, just generally speaking, not even story stuff, because I know we've talked a lot about the story. Um, What else would you like to see from a Spider-Man 3, like, whether it's mechanics or whether it's new characters or stuff like that? Uh, Like, what are you hoping to see in a new installment? Because they've obviously covered a lot of ground here at this point. They sure have. Um, Yeah, I I guess... I like that they expand the map in this game. I hope they continue to do that. It seems like there's a lot more. You you can hit like an invisible wall that sends you back into the the city if you go too far out. Um, and it seems like they've already kind of started designing whatever is beyond there. Whether we'll get to go there or not, I don't know. But um, so that would be great. It's almost like I don't know. They've for mechanics like they've done so much to make this such like an ultimate not the comics but literally an ultimate spider-man experience with the symbiote the web wings the spider arm things um it's like i don't even know what's left to hit i guess add the spider mobile let's just do it if we're gonna have a bigger map <laughs> just let me drive around i mean we could That's get yeah i mean they could get real carried away and start like giving him like web shields and weapons and stuff like i know he has in the comics and stuff like like there's a lot of mm-hmm. different things they could do but it, i get that feel like it gets progressively Cartoonier, yeah. which they're kind of trying to keep this as no, I grounded feel, I, as they possibly can to I, some degree. I'm with Cade that like all I wanted was web wings, and and the fact that we get that in this game, it's yeah. I'm, I it could literally be the same mechanics and a new story, and I think I would be happy. I don't I don't know that you always have to you know you can't fix what's not broken. So 
oh, people are always going to want more. Otherwise, they'll call it glorified DLC or whatever. Which they'll uh, complain about. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Four point five, and they freaking complained to me. I almost swore they they told me that's not good enough, and I said. <laughs> I'll tell you. People so. that haven't played the game said this, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, no one, because no, we were the only ones who have played it right now, unless you got a secret copy from a mom and pop shop. Chris, one thing I want to ask you about um, with the next game, and this is something you were surprised wasn't in this game, was Wolverine, because mm-hmm. obviously Insomniac's making a Wolverine game. Yep. By the time Spider-Man 3 comes out, you would assume that Wolverine is already out. Do you think then they will put Wolverine in Spider-Man 3? Because I feel like they didn't introduce him in Spider-Man 2 because they kind of haven't even introduced him in general. We've yeah. seen the back of his head and his claws from the mm-hmm. teaser trailer, so we don't even know what Wolverine's going to look like or how he's going to play or anything like that. Yeah, I, I would, like, there's the, I, there's a really hopeful side of me that wanted to see Wolverine cameo in this game, and I know a lot of fans have wanted that. Now, he kind of does, he, but with a suit. So there's <laughs> the suit, miles. there's the suit, and there's the abandoned X-Mansion, which we have established is very much the X-Mansion, um, along with there's teases of Fantastic and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and, and the Avengers Tower and all that stuff. So um, I understand why Wolverine was not in this, though. but I do think going forward in Spider-Man 3, I think that you can have an appearance by Wolverine considering that Insomniac's making both of the games. So once he's introduced and established, if they do have a little side mission or anything with Wolverine showing up to team up with Spider-Man, I think that would be a great inclusion to that game. I think one thing they could do, and you're, you're talking about like how, what they do with the map in the next game, uh, Cade, I think you could have Spidey go to other parts of the world. Like where where is... Uh Where's the Wolverine game set? So Wolverine, is set? Is, I, we don't know for sure, but I mean, he's he he. A lot of his adventures take place in Japan, in mm-hmm. Canada. I mean, there's a there's there's a few places. I can't remember if it was Genova that maybe they were setting up for in, in one of them. I can't. What is it? Pool something? Ma- ma- Madripoor. Madripoor. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's the city that I think they were teasing is in the trailer. Um, so like have Spidey go on a two or three mission excursion yeah. to Magic or something like that? It like also that. depends. Like, we don't know where Wolverine's at in the Insomniac game, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know if this is a Wolverine origin story or if this is, like, post-X-Men or if X-Men are going to be appearing in the... Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, that's going to also, I feel like, kind of play into what we see of Wolverine in the Spider-Man 3 game, if at all. But, but I definitely think that, you know, you're kind of selling yourself short if you don't introduce you know sort of integrate these characters in some way even for just a cameo especially because like the mcu's kind of fallen flat later Mm -hmm. lately so Mm -hmm. you might want to start a new interconnected universe here on the gaming side i mean clearly these game i mean wolverine's gonna sell a bajillion copies just like spider i am so so excited wolverine's my guy yeah you know what i mean like i grew up it was the first comic i ever had was wolverine number one by frank miller and and like i am so excited can you tell what my dad liked to watch when i was born as a child um um logan's run was it the the, the x-men the x-men cartoon oh man (laughs) um Oh, me and your dad the same age because I watched that when I was a kid too. That's weird. He wasn't a kid. He would have been okay. older. He's, okay, so he's, you just had a real. He's loser like he, dad. He, he well he no he's like me, he's like me now where I'm in my almost thirties watching. That's awesome. Watching no, that's great. My my dad made me watch football. It sucked. Um, <laughs> I think if the next Spider-Man game is the last Spider-Man game, you obviously don't want to do three Spider-Man stories and then just never see him again. And that's like a really like unsatisfying conclusion to the character as a character that should live on. 
the best way to do that is you have these Wolverine games. Spider-Man shows up every now and then and is like, hey, I'm here now. Let's do something. Whatever that may be, I don't know. But that continues uh, to keep Yuri Lowenthal in the role. I think uh, we haven't talked about him, but he's fantastic as yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best voice for Spider-Man to me. Um, and I would hate to see him go after three games and to your point i was i want to add to that real quick is that that's how it was done in the comics initially right like spider-man was the flagship character for marvel and you know stan lee started to boost comic sales would use spider-man to join in on these other characters issue one of spider-man yeah and so you you get a little team up so i think that's a great idea and a a way that you could utilize peter going forward if you're going to sort of like work him out of the spider-man games themselves last thing i want to ask kate and then we got to wrap up um um, they tease the Spider-Verse in Marvel Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to lean more into that heavily in the third game? And do you think that they could use the sort of infinite universes of Spider-Mans and Womans and other variants to keep telling stories in this universe? Like maybe they could deviate away from this Peter Parker that we know, but do a Spider-Gwen game or something like that. Who, who like is the know. lady that shows up, by the way, at the end of that? I wasn't... We don't know. Sure no, we do. We do. It's one of Miguel's. She's a 2099 character. Um, I forget yeah. exactly what her name is off the top of my head, but she's Diana. like a... Is it Diana? Yeah. Okay. It's a. It's a, It's a. an ally of okay. Miguel. She's I was a 2099 really, character. I, think, I thought that would have been a good like spot for Madam Web. That's what um, I was thinking, too. But, yeah, it wasn't, obviously. Mm. Would you be open yeah. to the Spider-Verse in the games just like the movies, Kane? It seems like they're trying their best to be like, the Spider-Verse isn't necessarily canon. It's just kind of a thing that we can kind of take advantage of for very fun little things. But, like, they don't, you know, by not including a character that's in the movies and just kind of alluding to the animation style, it's like we're really just doing the loosest possible thing we possibly can. Um, but that said, if when this is all said and done, they're like, you know, we do want to keep doing Spider-Man stuff. I mean, Sony's going to want to keep making Spider-Man games, right? Obviously. And I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't know how much of the Spider-Verse movies they have figured out at this point. Like, that next movie was supposed to come out next year. Sounds like it won't be for another <laughs> five years, if we're lucky. Um, so, I don't know if you can really integrate it too heavily, because it sounds like those movies change at the drop of a hat. So, um, I don't know what their plan is, but I would like to see them make a Spider-Verse game at some point, whether that be you're switching between characters or you're singling out someone like Spider-Man 2099. Would be you really could cool. bring you but could bring Toby back and have him do more yeah. of his great voice acting like we saw in the Spider-Man old Spider-Man movie games. <laughs> and, and, and I don't that's to say that it's even the same, you know, Spider-Man 2099 from the Spider-Verse. You know, this could yeah. be their own version of the Spider-Verse yeah. tale too. So, you know, it doesn't have to be connected to the movie, you know. That's what I imagine in this because yeah keeping all but, the stuff but, siloed is yes. probably for the best but, but you can also mm-hmm. come up with the excuse of like oh well there is a mm-hmm. spider verse out there that is the movie ones i mean insomniac spider-man is in uh into the spider verse yeah but, but diane or whatever her name is she does definitely insinuate that miguel is going to be a problem in the future so i i imagine it's a situation where you're going to have to fight spider-man 2099 whether it's for a main story mission or a side mission and he pops up and you fight him and you know and then 
join forces and then you can yeah who knows i don't know you could you could wear the spider-man 2099 suit while you fight him too mm-hmm. oh that'd be go. sweet mm-hmm. uh that's gonna do it for our spoiler expansive discussion here on comicbook.com for all things spider-man 2 um if you are looking for more coverage on the game we are going to have a ton uh chris is going to have a lot of stuff going up on our social channels we're going to have more podcast discussions Cade has a both a written and video review up on uh youtube and our comicbook.com website which you can go check out right now that review is almost like 3,000 words if I am correct so if you want to hear what he thinks more extensively about the game we've got you covered with all kinds of coverage here and obviously we will continue to talk about Spider-Man 3 more in the future whenever the heck that's announced probably two years I don't know this Wolverine game's got to probably come out first so it's got to and it's gonna be amazing we'll be back soon with something else take it easy